Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and you've reached the Book of Mormon Lecture Series. I've been teaching seminary and institute for the last 11 years, and uh, this is an attempt to do a deep dive into the Book of Mormon itself. I'm hoping that you'll find this uplifting and edifying. This is not an official recording of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but every attempt has been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. So if you're ready for a deep dive into the Book of Mormon, here we go. Hi, and welcome back to the Book of Mormon podcast. Now we're into 3 Nephi chapter 2. Last chapter, uh, Nephi, the son of Helaman, has departed. We think he probably got translated, and his son Nephi has taken over the records. And uh, we've had the sign that shows that Jesus was born on the old, in the old world, and uh, but the Nephites and the Lamanites are now becoming wicked, and the Gadiant and robbers have now shown themselves again. So let's begin with verse 1 in chapter 2. And it came to pass that thus ended the... And thus passed away the ninety and fifth year also, and the, and the people began to forget those signs and wonders. See what I mean when I say that signs don't convert? Which they had heard and began to be less and less astonished at a sign or a wonder from heaven, insomuch that they began to be hard in their hearts and blind in their minds, and began to disbelieve all which they had heard and seen, imagining up some vain thing in their hearts that it was wrought by man and by the power of the devil to lead away and deceive the hearts of the people. And thus did Satan get possession of the hearts of the people again, insomuch that he did blind their eyes and led, led them away to believe that the doctrine of Christ was a foolish and a vain thing. Remembering that the senses can be fooled, our sight, our our hearing and so on it's the witness of the spirit that does not leave us that does not depart that we that does not uh, leave and so the the witness of the spirit is far better than any witness we can see or hear verse 3 and it came to pass that the people began to wax strong in wickedness and abominations and they did not believe that there should be any more signs or wonders given and satan did go about leading away the hearts of the people tempting them and causing them that they should do great wickedness in the land and thus did pass away the ninety and sixth year, and also the ninety and seventh year, and also the ninety and eighth year, and also the ninety and ninth year. That'd be, that would take a lot to write that in, in your uh, gold plates, wouldn't it? Just, why don't they just say time passed and now it's this many years anyway. And also in hundred years must be a Hebrew thing or some expression that we keep it in there. And also in hundred years had passed away since the days of Mosiah, who was king over the people of the Nephites. And six hundred and nine years had passed away since Lehi left Jerusalem. And nine years had passed away from the time that the sign was given, which was spoken of by the prophets, that Christ should come into the world. Now the Nephites began to reckon their time from this period when the sign was given, or from the coming of Christ. Therefore, nine years had passed away. This is the correlation of the three timekeeping methods. They will now use the time of Christ to keep time. So we've had the time since, uh, since Nephi left Jerusalem. We've had the time of the reign of the judges. And now we're going to have the time since Jesus was born. And that's the time that they're going to use from going forward. In going forward. Verse 9, And Nephi, who was the father of Nephi, who had the charge of the records, did not return to the land of Zarahemla, and could nowhere be found in all the land, probably because he got translated. And it came to pass that the people did still remain in wickedness, notwithstanding the much preaching and prophesying which was sent among them, and thus passed away the tenth year also, and the eleventh year also passed away in iniquity. Remembering that not everybody's wicked here. We've got lots of righteous people here, but um, just to indicate that there's, there is a bunch of wickedness going on, but not everybody. Verse 11, And it came to pass in the thirteenth year there began to be wars and contentions throughout all the land, for the Gadiant and robbers had become so numerous, and did slay so many of the people, and did lay waste so many cities. I guess uh, Gadiant and robbers don't really invent things and make things better. They're just on the destruction side and did spread so much death and carnage throughout the land. These people hate so much that they contribute nothing of any lasting value to mankind. 
that it became expedient that all the people, both the Nephites and the Lamanites, should take up arms against them. Therefore, all the Lamanites who had become converted unto the Lord did unite with their brethren, the Nephites, who were compelled for the safety of their lives and their women and their children to take up arms against those Gadianton robbers, yea, and also to maintain their rights and the privileges of their church and of their worship and their freedom and their liberty. There were some things worth fighting for. Verse 13, And it came to pass that before this thirteenth year had passed away, the Nephites were threatened with utter destruction because of this war, which had become exceedingly sore. And it came to pass that those Lamanites who had united with the Nephites were numbered among the Nephites, and their curse was taken from them, and their skin became white like unto the Nephites. And their young men and their daughters became exceedingly fair, and they were numbered among the Nephites, and were called Nephites, and thus ended the thirteenth year. The dark skin was a sign of the curse. The curse was the withdrawal of the Spirit of the Lord. The dark skin is no longer considered a sign of the curse. Many of these converts are delightsome and have the Spirit of the Lord. That was by Joseph Fielding Smith. Verse 17, And it came to pass in the commencement of the fourteenth year, the war between the robbers and the people of Nephi did continue and did, and did become exceedingly sore. Nevertheless, the people of Nephi did gain some advantage of the robbers, insomuch that they did drive them back out of their lands into the mountains and into their secret places. Only righteousness can, can defeat terrorists. And thus ended the fourteenth year, and in the fifteenth year they did come forth against the people of Nephi, and because of the wickedness of the people of Nephi and their many contentions and dissensions, the Gadianton robbers did gain many advantages over them. And thus ended the fifteenth year, and thus were the people in the state in a state of many afflictions, and the sword of destruction did hang over them, insomuch that they were about to be smitten down by it, and this because of their iniquity. Ezra Taft Benson said, We live today in a wicked world. Never in our memory have the forces of evil been arrayed in such a deadly formation. The devil is well organized and has many emissaries working for him. His satanic majesty has proclaimed his intention to destroy our young people, to weaken the home and family, and to defeat the purposes of the Lord Jesus Christ through his great church. And then he also said, all through the ages, the prophets have looked down through the corridors of time to our day. Billions of the deceased and those yet to be born have their eyes on us. Make no mistake about it, you are a marked generation. There has never been more expected of the faithful in such a short period of time as there is of us. Never before on the face of this earth have the forces of evil and the forces of good been as well organized. Now is the great day of the devil's power, but now is also the great day of the Lord's power, with the greatest number ever of priesthood holders on the earth. And that was by President Benson in a talk uh, given in 1979. And things have gotten a lot worse since then, haven't they? Uh, but President Nelson has said that uh, these youth that we have today in the church are of the, uh, the Lord's battalion and that uh, they are going to be here to help um, help with the second coming of Jesus Christ. I bear testimony that these things are true and that as we uh, adhere here to listen, listening to the words of the Book of Mormon that this will help us to prepare ourselves for the second coming because we're going to be seeing things in the Book of Mormon that are probably going to happen in our day. I bear testimony to that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See you next time.